You are listening to African Father in America podcast by Simon Javanokelo live from Seattle, Washington, USA. Thank you. Thank you so much for joining me for another incredible session here of the African Father in America podcast. My name is Simon Javan Okelo and I'm the host of the African Father in America podcast. And today I have a really incredible guest uh, joining us uh, for our conversation, uh, which is going to be happening most of the Wednesdays going forward. You know, our goal is to uh, ensure that as the year begins, we also uh, ensure that we we we, we bring on uh, amazing people like Celine that can help us, uh, you know, learn a little more about lifestyle medicine. You know, uh, last week when we hosted Celine, for the first time I learned about lifestyle medicine and I realized that there are some things that uh, I do and there are also a lot of things that I, do, I don't do when it comes to lifestyle medicine. And so today my goal is really to continue learning uh, if you are, Celine, go ahead and say hi, by the way. Go ahead and say hello. Bonjour. Excellent, excellent. So um, we are going to begin with an amazing African proverb that is going to ground our conversation today. And uh, also, Wednesdays have really been, historically, have been poetry days here in the African Father in America, where we feature... Uh, we've featured a poet by the name of Chioma Sheri for the longest time, and uh, currently she's unable to, uh, you know, she's unable to be here because of work uh, responsibilities. Uh, but we have another poet, poet by the name of Simply E, who is also an amazing supporter of this space and uh, one of the people that helped us produce Africa Day here on Clubhouse. But we also have Cubs who have joined us here. Uh, another wonderful supporter of the show. Um, I just want to quickly, quickly give uh, simply a chance to say hi, and uh, you know, then I will share the proverb. And uh, Cubs, I hope you're doing well. We'll give you a chance to say hi briefly too. Grand rising, everybody, from wherever you're from uh, and wherever you are. Um, grand rising into the space. I'm looking forward to. Uh, listening to the conversation today. So no matter where you, you're listening from, it, you're welcome in too. If you're in Clubhouse, um, as we get later on in, you can raise your hand and come up on stage. If you're on YouTube, I'm sure you're looking at the beautiful faces on there. Um, you can tweet this out, invite your friends in the space, um, and let's just let's just listen in. Grand rising. Grand rising to you. Uh, hey, Cubs, go ahead and say hi real quick. I just want to give you space before we begin the show as well. Go ahead. Oh, thank you so much, Kella. Always wonderful to be in this room. Celine, uh, cannot wait to hear um, about what you're doing and learn from you. I mean, this is exciting. So glad, glad to see everybody here today. Thank you. Excellent, excellent. Thank you so much. Uh, Lavender is going to be sharing more uh, information about some of the things that are going on in the One Vibe world uh, later on in the show. And I'm just excited that Lavender is here with us. Lavender, do you just want to say hi real quick as well so that I don't skip you? And I see Brother Arthur's joined us as well. Hi. <laughs> <laughs> 
the mic i'm using today is very powerful like i tried to breathe and i could hear myself anyway hi everybody it's nice seeing you simply e carbs brother earth of course and i'm honored to um attest to celine celine's uh teachings so i'm looking forward to this definitely Excellent. Thank you, Lavender. Wonderful. So, uh, Brother Arthur, I hope you're doing well, man. I can't uh, leave you hanging there. I just want to make sure I give you space to say hi to. Otherwise, I would be isolating you. Just say hello and then we'll begin the show. Today is really the village kind of program here. Go ahead, uh, Brother Arthur. Greetings, family. You know, it's always a blessing. You know, I told you this is my cup of co uh, coffee in the morning, so to speak. And I'm... Uh, also very interested in hear what the sister Celine has to bring. Gratitude, peace and love to everybody. Thank you, brother. Art. Yes, uh, so to all of you who are listening in, uh, shout out to 100%, another amazing Ghanaian poet who is joining us in the room, uh, Freddy, oh, Fred and Mitchell and Rocky, uh, and also Christine and Oga and Yadea. Take a moment, join us up on the stage, and also share the room. You know, if you're on Clubhouse, make sure you're sharing the link to the room. You're leaving us with your comments so that we know that you're here with us. And if you're on YouTube, make sure you're giving this video a thumbs up. You're sharing it. You're leaving us with your comments as well so that we can uh, engage uh, properly during our conversation today. So for those who are meeting Celine for the first time, she's got over 25 plus years in, in the tech industry, and she literally left tech in order to begin focusing on lifestyle medicine. We are going to learn a lot about why and some of the things that inspire Celine uh, to take the path that she's taking today. Uh, but we want to begin with a proverb from the Pele community. The proverb says that the child does not know his father's poverty, you know. I learned this firsthand during the recent Christmas season, <laughs> where you know uh, I had to, I had to, I had to, you know, make sure all my kids have gifts, you know, and uh, they don't want to know whether you have something in the pocket or not, you know. So this pocket is this this proverb is very close to home. Uh, in Africa, you know, things like gifting are are not very necessary, you know, as long as there's food to eat. Uh, everything is fine, you know. So um, there are three nuggets of wisdom that my team and I prepared for today's conversation, and I want to go straight into them. Uh, the first one says that even in difficult circumstances, it is important to maintain a positive outlook and strive, uh, to, uh, and strive to provide the best for our children. Number two, we must never give up hope, uh, no matter how difficult our current state May, may seem, uh, there's always potential to brighter days ahead. And then number three, our children learn from us through observation. We must ensure that we set a good example for them so that they can develop strong values and moral character. So uh, those are our three nuggets of wisdom. And I see Celine noting them down, but uh, Celine is a wonderful, wonderful leader. And I want to give you space, Celine, when we sent you this proverb earlier prior to the show today, what is it that came to your mind? Thank you very much, Simon. Et bonjour à mes frères qui, de, qui parlent de français. When I read that poem, that, uh, that proverb, 
I had only one thing, love is blind. The love of that child for his, her father, prevent that child from seeing anything. So we parents don't have to worry about being rich, being whatever it is, to love our children, to do what we want to do for our children, because all the child sees is daddy, uh, Abba, Abba, father. This is what I have to say on that proverb. That's beautiful. That's beautiful. Yeah, it's uh, it's amazing. There's nothing like being a father, really. Uh, and for those who don't know, this whole month of January, uh, my team prepared proverbs that are focusing on children, and uh, we want to really, really uplift our children during this month of January and provide content that will enable uh, parents and today, especially fathers, to really get some, you know, wisdom from our ancestors and also wisdom from these conversations that we are having in order for them to excel in what they do, which is very, very hard. It's not easy to be a father as much as it's not easy to be a mother or a parent in, in general. Anyhow, Celine, one of my favorite questions to ask guests is what is it that um, happened during your childhood when you were 8 to 16? that really uh, drives who you are today. And because we are having a series of conversation with you, this is the second of um, multiple series that we are going to be having on Wednesdays. Uh, I just want you to share a new story, but if possible, a story related to this proverb today that reminds you of a moment with your father, that uh, reminds you of how you, know, you didn't know your father's poverty. <laughs> <laughs> so um, I'll, I'll share that story and I will link it to um, anyway I, I went to boarding school so in boarding school there is once a, a, a week when they share when they give the mail so all we come and you get mail so it's a very very special day so um, uh, the mail come, I come, and the nun calls me, oh, uh, Celine, you have a mail. And she said, it must be from your father. How does she know? My father was uh, a diplomat, was a politician. So he had the, um, the stamp of the uh, National Assembly, we call it, uh, from that. So I was very excited. I got my mail. I open it, and my face will drop. Why would, and she asked me, is everything okay? And I'm like, yeah, why was I upset? I was upset because my father didn't handwrite his letter. He had his secretary typed it. And I'm like, in this case, that poverty of his, which is whatever it is, I didn't like it. So when I went home for the Christmas holidays, and I went into the living room and I sat and I did the long face. And he comes home, he comes and my and he asked my mother, you know how it is, what's going on? Why is she having a long face? And I'm, I'm like, <laughs> and I start crying because boy, I am an actress when it comes to that. And he's like, didn't you receive my letter? And I'm like, 
Do I look like one of your partners? You didn't write your letter. You had a type. No, no, I don't, this is not a letter. This is not what the father does to his child. They the hand write that letter. You see, my father didn't just write, he calligraphed. When you look at his handwriting, the handwriting by itself is poetry, is whatever it is, so beautiful. In addition, my father was a powerful speaker. When that man stood at the podium of the National Assembly, after any of his speeches, his colleagues would clap for hours. He was such a great speaker. Why am I telling you that story? It's because then one day, my father couldn't talk anymore. My father couldn't write anymore. What happened to my father? Something that has a name, Parkinson disease. Brothers and sisters listening to me here, Parkinson disease is preventable. Your lifestyle could help you prevent Parkinson disease or reduce its impact. So for every father listening to me here, I want you to do one thing. I want you to, I want you to do two things actually. One, I want you to do your physical annual exam every single year. Two, I want you to take care of yourself. I want you to take care of your lifestyle, meaning I want you to take care of what you put in your mouth in terms of food, drug, alcohol, tobacco, medications. I want you to take care of what you put in your mind, meaning having a stress management protocol. Don't let yourself be stressed out. Three, I want you to be in tune with your mission in life. Do you know what your mission in life is? Are you working that job that God made you for? For, I want you to exercise every day. I want you to sleep properly. I want you to have, take advantage of the sun. Right now in the Pacific Northwest, it's dark, so please take some vitamin D3. I also want you to apply forgiveness. Have empathy, compassion, and self-compassion for yourself. And I want you to enjoy the nature around you. These are the six pillars of lifestyle medicine that I want you to do because your poverty, we do not care about it, but we care about your health. We'll talk more about prevention, prevention, prevention. Thank you. Wow, thank you. Thank you so much, uh, Celine. That was quite moving. Uh, yeah, that was quite moving. I'm just so incredibly grateful for for this story that you shared with us. And, uh, you know, yeah, there's nothing I can say. A lot of people are going to be uh, commenting on it later on. 
uh, but I want to continue on, you know, uh, one of the other questions I love asking my guests here in the African Father in America podcasts is really, um, you know, what is it that excites you about the work you do today? You know, one of the things I learned about you is that after 25 years plus of working in the telecommunications and uh, IT industry, you decided that this thing was going to kill me. I'm going to uh, get out of it and take good care of myself. And uh, now you're educating us about uh, lifestyle medicine. So I want you to just speak briefly about uh, your, your background, just a little, because there are a few people who are just learning about you for the first time today. So speak about your years in the telecommunications and the America, corporate America, and then speak about, uh, you know, how you got here and uh, lifestyle medicine and why why this excites you why this is what you have dedicated your life to but Celine, before you share that i just want to say thank you to everyone who is joining us on youtube i see you and i want you to make sure you're giving this video a thumbs up and sharing it and making a comment down there and also look at the description section we have so many resources down there for you uh, and then on clubhouse please make sure you are sharing this room uh, across social media and leaving us with your comments also in the chat so that we know that uh, we are on the same page. Thank you so much. Celine, uh, carry on. Thank you. So as you've uh, I work in the telecom and healthcare IT and my last job was great. I love that job. Imagine me coming from Africa speaking French. French is my first language, so I've almost learned English in the U.S. here. Hired in one of the Fortune 10 company as a director for customer success. That job was perfect. It combined my engineering skills, my marketing skills, my natural communication skills, and the fact that, you know, I was a go-getter and I like to basically uh, help people. I was working day in, day out. I was not taking care of myself. So for uh, uh, in, in terms of, you know, eating, uh, I had a corporate credit card. So when we go out, I have it, you know, I will eat uh, out, out in restaurants a lot, uh, at meetings, I have meetings outside in restaurants. People have had those meetings in the office, okay? We'll talk about restaurant food one day. I was not sleeping very much. I was working, working, working. And do you know what happened to us when we are working and we are good at what we do? Bosses start piling more work on us. So if you are a father listening to me, learn how to say no, how to push back when the boss is piling work on you or when you yourself are piling work onto yourself. So what happened was I collapsed. I gained weight, high blood pressure, high cholesterol, acid reflux, and depression to a point where in December, eight years ago, I almost killed myself, which is no, no. I am a practicing Catholic. Suicide is not in the picture. And in addition, I am a mother. Okay, so when I recovered in the, as part of the process, I learned about that, that thing called lifestyle medicine and I recovered, had got my energy back, 
great. And I told myself, here I am working for a Fortune 10 company with access to the best doctors. I had great medical insurance. Yet, nobody told me that if I don't care, take care of myself, I am going to collapse and it is going to be, I'm going to lose everything. Because let me tell you something, it is expensive, especially when you are not working. And of course you stop working. You cannot do anything. What is the point of losing everything you are working for when you know you can do prevention? So the word of the day for me is prevention. You could take care of yourself. You could take care of all the aspects of your life. It doesn't have to be complicated. It's that basic hygiene on all the pillars of your lifestyle every day every single day so the reason why i did that job i didn't want anybody to go through what i have gone through i want people to achieve the god-given potential to be successful to retire the way they want to retire and not lose all of their finances to chronic diseases let me name a few of them because when we say chronic diseases it could look like something there that's very far obesity erectile dysfunction type 2 diabetes high cholesterol high blood pressure some form of cardiovascular diseases some cancer some type of renal diseases even something as nasty as parkinson's disease you can do something about your health about your physical and your mental health so i didn't want anybody else to experience that that's why i got into it and i talk 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 coach inspire people because you have only one health take care of, of of it and i'm focusing on fathers looking at you straight that child doesn't care about how many cars you are driving your child looking at you doesn't care about how big your house is your child cares about just having daddy having abba having papa so please Take care of yourself. That's why I do that job. Celine, you know, you your your words are so powerful that uh, it gets me a bit emotional, and uh, I just appreciate the the power of your words and the power of the work that you do. You know, um, I want to invite some of our friends and guests uh, who are joining us today. Uh, you know, to also contribute their voices, and then Celine, I want you to come back and just reflect on what they've said uh, because they're going to also comment on some of the beautiful and powerful things you've said uh, and also they're going to reflect on today's proverb uh, from the Pele tribe um, and Lavenda I want you to be ready in a moment to just share some of the the latest that is happening in our world that you want everybody to know about so because today is Wednesday and it's poetry-themed uh, day as well, I want to just go quickly to Simply E and start with you, Simply E. Uh, you know, speak to the conversation with Celine, speak to um, the proverb, and also feel free to share a poem if you have one that today's uh, conversation has brought to your heart.
Uh, thank you, Simon. Um, today's proverb, the child doesn't know his father's poverty. Um, is it, to me, it speaks on the sacrifices that the father, um, that the father makes, right? Because I know I've, I've witnessed fathers go through a lot and have a lot piled up on their backs and people not even know about it at all, uh, let alone a child, right? So uh, oftentimes a father can shield a child from um, poverty, can shield a, a child even from reality uh, of, a, of a moment, whether it be um, a poverty that the father went through in his childhood or is going through while the child is there. And um, I think that's just a great testament to how, how great fathers can be in playing a role as protector um, and being and playing the role as as a provider. I think it's it's beautiful that they absorb some of those things, poverties or or adversities, absorb those things and not allow them to pass through or pass down um, to the child. Of course, you know, there are situations where that can't be helped. But I would say even in those situations, the brunt of what the father is taking is can't be compared to what the child is taking because of the protection. So I, I just want to kind of give a shout out to fathers um, in, in this in this proverb. Wonderful. Thank you, Simply E. And now, uh, Stella, I see you. I didn't have a chance to give you space to say hi at the beginning of the space. Uh, and uh, so Stella and Lavender work closely with me uh, at One Vibe Media and also One Vibe Africa. Uh, and Steven also uh, down below is also a part of our team. I saw Chelsea here as well, who is a beneficiary of some of the work that we do. Uh, but I want to just come to you quickly, Lavender. You know, you've been here with us before the show began until now. Uh, and also you, you are involved with so many things that uh, I do. I want to give you space to speak to the proverb, make any comments to my conversation with Celine. If you have any other information you want to share with everybody who is listening, this is also your moment to speak to that. Just get close to your mic, please. Again, hi everyone. It's amazing to see you all. Um, we got started uh, last week in the new years and i'm now seeing most of our audiences most of our friends here in this room and i'm so happy to see you for um our conversation with celine i uh i i wish i had uh close relationship with my dad i think that's every girl's dream in this world and i guess um it's up to me to make sure that happens with my daughters <laughs> anyway for the proverb today the child doesn't know his father's poverty um, someone in the room mentioned that 
our fathers our superheroes actually Celine talks about it we see our fathers as superheroes so when um, anything is happening or anything is going left we expect our fathers to be our superheroes to jump in for us to protect us and I'll, I'll, I'll leave this at that. The other thing I'd like to bring all our, all your attentions to is um, Simon mentioned the resources on YouTube. Let's make use of those. We have a link uh, for Simon's book, Rooted in Love, and that is part of the summary. That's like... Um, to these days, Simon's story from childhood, and you'll get a different picture about him. You'll get to know him more, and the backstory of uh, how One Vibe came to be. The other thing is, we have a 10 day trip to Kenya. The first trip is on 1st of February, and the second trip is on July 10th. This trip is not about luxury, but what I assure you is you'll get to learn. Um, this trip is about meaning. It's about service. But to top it off, you'll get to see um, the big five. You'll get to visit Masai Mara. The other thing is you'll get to travel through Kenya um, travel across Kenya through food that's one thing that I love 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 about Kenya I love our food so much and anytime I go anywhere else which is not in Africa that's what I miss the most the freshness like the real taste of anything is usually um, in Africa because you get the food from the garden you get your fish from the lake and you see it prepared and you eat it there. Who wouldn't want to experience that? So I encourage you to go to www.onevibeexperience.com. Read and see the information there about the trips, the itineraries, all in there. Drop me a text if you have questions and um if you want to sign up as well just let me know and we'll be there with you <laughs> and we'll enjoy that with you um one last thing is people have been asking us the apps that we're using for podcasting and um i know everyone who's been in this journey with us you've seen how uh, we've improved the production of the podcast so far. So you'll find the resources on there as well, on the YouTube link, on the information section, some of the apps that we're using. And if you have any questions about that as well, please feel free to um, reach out to myself or Simon or Stella. Just drop us a text and will point you to the right direction.
Thank you again, Simon, for the opportunity to speak. Of course, of course, Lavenda. Uh, I, I, I love um, I love mentoring, and I love uh, today is the first time that Lavenda and I are actually sharing the same space and doing this show together. So she has a a microphone next to me and in my mind as someone who podcasts all the time i'm like move close to your microphone <laughs> and i always tell my guests too like sometime i have a guest live and i'm like can you get close to your microphone because i just love good quality sound you know uh and lavender is just amazing i just appreciate you for everything that you do uh and uh also you know stella and steve i appreciate you all i would not do this without your help you know so it's deeply deeply appreciated now uh i know that we have cubs amongst the moderators and stella uh so i'll come to you cubs you know just go ahead share your perspectives on the proverb and also on the conversation with uh celine and then Stella will come to you. Then from there, we'll go to Brother Arth and Mitchell and Stephen and Uriel. And then we'll come back to you, Celine. But before we do that, I see a lot of people on YouTube today. This is probably one of the highest number of people we've had watching the show. And I want you to know that I'm looking at you right now and I'm really grateful. And I want to make sure that you subscribe to the channel and you let your community members know that we are here. We are doing good work. You know, this is work that uh, comes out of consistency over the last two years we've been pushing hard you know um and we just want you to keep traveling this journey with us uh cubs go ahead um yes so uh thank you and, and listening to the child does not know his father's poverty i like what simply he said but i also want to say you know um i had a good relationship with my dad sometimes were ups and downs and I know everybody's situation is not perfect. We have to acknowledge that with your parents. But I guess what I want to say is that many times we don't know the sacrifices and the struggles, especially when we're small children, that our parents sometimes have to go through for us to have what we have, whether they were perfect or imperfect. And for that, I think we must always be grateful um, because at the end of the day, we are here now, you know, where, wherever you are. And it, you didn't get to where you are on your own. There was a sacrifice that somebody made, and um, we thanked them for that. So that's what I want to say about that. Um, I know there's a lot of people on the stage. And to Celine, I really loved your story. You know, having such a high-powered job in a Fortune 1 company, um, you know, looking like you had it all, but then um, not being aware of how the lifestyle diseases were starting to consume you. And then... Um, even to the point of uh, at one point wanting to commit suicide. And I think that's a message to all of us that it always starts with your health first. You have to take care of your mental health. You have to take care of your physical health because those lifestyle diseases are always lurking around us. But to keep them away or to keep them at bay, we have to do the key points that you told us uh, to take care of. So thank you so much for that, share. I, I actually used to have a business doing um health and wellness. So I can relate very much to what you are saying. So it's good to, to hear you share what you shared. So thank you so much. Thank you. Wonderful, wonderful. Uh, thank you. Thank you so much, uh, Cabs. Uh, hey, Stella, how are you doing today? Where are you joining us from? And uh, what are your perspectives on the conversation with uh, Celine and also today's proverb? Thank you, Simon. Hello. Hello, everyone. Uh, my name is Stella. I'm joining from Kenya. 
Yeah, and today is a beautiful day over here. It's sunny. It was raining last night, but today it's sunny and beautiful. <clears throat> I want to agree with what Celine said about uh, how children don't care of the cars you have, the riches you have. All they care about is that you're there. And especially uh, one thing I've learned as a parent is that children love when you go down and play with them. It's so exciting for them. So whoever wrote this uh, proverb and uh, say that children don't even know when you're poor or rich, I think they, they, they hit the nail right on the head because actually children don't care. And so it's really important for us to always take care of ourselves and ensure that we are healthy, just like Celine said, so that we, have, we get to spend as much time as possible with our children and our family. Otherwise, thank you so much, and I'm done speaking. Wonderful. Thank you, Stella. Uh, now I'm at you, Brother Arth, uh, one of our really, really greatest supporters. One of my favorite things is to interview some of the biggest contributors as listeners and participants of the show. And Brother Arth, I've been thinking about interviewing you because you know this show very well. And uh, I want you to think about that. But today, just take a moment, comment on what we've been talking about and also share your perspectives on this proverb. Peace and gratitude, Simon. It's an honor to be here, man. And uh, like I said, we can get together and, and speak about that on the back channel. And uh, But uh, it's been a lot of powerful information shared here today. And um, when she, the Sister Celine was speaking about uh, telling her story, and she spoke of the six pillars or the, the pillars of the lifestyle, um, it reminded me. Oh, it was like she summarized a lot of the knowledge my grandma used to give me when I was in the backyard and she was hanging up clothes on the clothesline and I was just playing with bugs or digging in the dirt or what have you. And um, as far as the proverb, um, Lavender said some, you know, very powerful and touching words. And, you know, growing up for a long period of time where my father was distant, I knew him. He was distant and I didn't really have a relationship with him. And um, so when I grew up and uh, part, I got that uh, part and stuff, I got a call. But uh, when I grew up and got older, uh, it caused my uh, heart to be hardened towards him due to the fact of him not being for me uh, there as a child. But going through different things and experiencing and then having to learn something that um, Sister Celine often speaks on, uh, having to learn forgiveness. You know what I mean? I was able to forgive my father and let go of some of those uh, heavy and uh, feelings that I had toward him. And now um, I appreciate the relationship that he have. I understand now that he was going through some things himself and he, you know, was doing the best that he could or what he knew to do, you know? and um. Now, you know, I cherish the information that he uh, that I get from him. Um, and also, with that being said, to the proverb, uh, the child doesn't know his father's uh, poverty. And 
firsthand, like I said, growing up, my father wasn't there. I was raised by, you know, my mama, my grandmama. And I didn't, you know, realize we was poke. I just know we was going to the store. I was outside playing, doing my thing. You know what I mean? Then I got older and went to school. When I went to school, got dropped off at school, that's when I learned my mama had a regular car. That's when I learned my shirt was old. That's when I learned my pants was tight. And that's when I learned my shoes. The no-name brand shoes I was wearing was called Bobo. You know what I mean? That's what they called. I had no clue of these things until, you know, I got into the world, so to speak. So um, with that being said, like you said, as a child, we just uh, experiencing life, learning and loving. And then um, the world projects poverty on us. And Simon also said a powerful thing about, you know, long as it's food, everything is good. And we always had food. So I was always happy. And with that being said, I'm going to park my plane right there. Peace and love, family. Thank you. Thank you, my brother. Uh, let's hear from Mitchell. Mitchell, how are you? Thank you for joining us again uh, this week. It means a lot. Share your thoughts on the proverb and also any comment to our special guest. Uh, Mitchell might be far away from his microphone, so we'll go uh, to Stephen uh, in a moment here. Uh, Stephen, it seems to be on his phone too, so uh, we will go to you. Oh, great, great. Go ahead. Go ahead, Steve. Uh, thank you. Thank you for having me. Hello, everyone. I'm Stephen, joining from Kisumu, Kenya, and uh, I'm happy to be a part of this session today. Uh, First and foremost, I must uh, commend Selin for a powerful words. Uh, and uh, I must say, I took keen notes of the six points that you mentioned, the, the, the lifestyle, the pillars of lifestyle. Uh, being a father now, I must uh, commend that until you experience the struggles as a father, you can't know uh, the struggles that uh, your father went through. You can have a lot of uh, hard feelings for your father if you are not close with your father or if uh, you didn't get that uh, uh, fatherly uh, guidance while you are growing up. Huh? But uh, being a father right now and uh, seeing the needs and expectations that uh, my kids have uh, towards me uh, just gives me that zeal to keep on pushing and to understand the struggles that uh, my father maybe went through to make me who I am today. Uh, gives me a clear picture and understanding of uh, the nights he had to spend away from home just to make sure we have something on the table. So. Uh, the same struggles I go through, sometimes I have to spend days away from home just to make sure my family is comfortable, just to make sure that I, I give them the life they need. But then uh, when uh, I hear of Celine's uh, sentiments and uh, sometimes I also hear of uh, Simon, uh, Simon's story being a full-time father, uh, this just uh, sends message back to me that it's never all about struggle. It's never all making sure that uh, you you bring that kind of life that they need. Maybe 
uh, you are inspired with somebody else's life and you want your family to have such kind of a life. But uh, now the picture that I, I get to learn is what my family needs is me. They need my presence. They need me in their life. They need to be part of my struggle so that when they are growing up, they know that these are the foundations that were laid for us, for us to be what we are today. So uh, thank you so much for uh, the choice of today's proverb. I like it and uh, I can't wait to listen and learn from uh, today's speaker. Thank you very much uh, for having me, Simon. Of course, thank you, Steve. Uh, I deeply appreciate you. Uh, if you are an environmental nerd and you love trees, you love nature, you should follow Steve. He's doing a lot of great work in Kenya, especially with bamboo. He's, uh, we are working together and we are, we are planting probably one of the biggest bamboo forests in, in Africa, actually. So connect with him. We have some very, very big ambitions. Uh, now let's go to Uriel. Uriel, how are you doing? Uh, thank you again for being here. Uh, share with us your perspectives on the proverb and any comment on my special guest uh, today. Peace, peace, gratitude, and highest heart love. Thank you. I uh, love this African father in America room, Simon. Um, every room that has spoken, thank you for all that wisdom. And um, this proverb is towards near and dear to me being a father. And like Brother was saying, that there's certain um, times when I was a young child when I didn't realize, you know, what my dad was going through. Got his foot crushed. He was in the military, you know, uh, came out of the military and was working in a dump truck, crushed his foot. And I'm just a little, you know, one year old child about to have a sister. Like we play on our little patch and that we had in the uh, projects and, and uh, you know, you didn't, you didn't feel or know or struggle or pain. Just knew that, you know, you had to go to school the next day. And it's like when we put ourselves as that child, same with my daughter, like they think they have forever, you know, um, and they feel like their parents are going to be here forever. And it's such a powerful thought to think that you know they're thinking long term all you know they like um i think it was cab said uh, they they don't care stella said that you, you know they don't really care they they see such uh, a bigger vision a bird's eye point of view of you know what matters like they have food you know they have care a, a baby has three cries right and so um, they either are hungry, they have to go to the bathroom, or are tired. <laughs> and like that's that's how it is. And, and you know that you know being a parent and going through those struggles. But <clears throat> there's so many people that aren't parents, so they don't know um, what that actually feels like. And it's it's a very powerful thing because it gives you a, a foundation of root. You know, my daughter can call me and my, I can call my father and talk to them and get, you know, words of wisdom. My, my dad would always have these wonderful, wonderful things of wisdom that I say now and it makes sense. You know, it's like, 
wow, you can't dirty up the dirt. <laughs> or, you, you know, you, um, you can't make sense out of nonsense. It's never going to make sense. You know, these different things that we have, that connection to them, they understood it because of what they were going through at the time. So it's just a wonderful and and Queen um, was talking about earlier, oh, and her story is so magnificent. It's very important, the health, what we listen to, how loud we listen to things. You know, um, it, it all starts to become a cumulative effect, all of it. Everything we've eaten, you know, sense we taken. That's why when uh, our senses close down, when we start to get sick, the first place that goes is the nose gets clogged. Why? Because that's that's protecting the inner core of our brain. You know, that's why olfactory sense uh, and, and if it's if our throat, if we're not breathing properly through our nose, you know, our brain is not getting stimulated correctly because of those longest cranial nerves. So it's just so important to clean up and and that hygiene. So highest gratitude and hard love amazing conversation thank you forever of course of course thank you uh uriel for your incredible words of wisdom uh i'll go quickly to jay jay how are you doing thank you for being here and thank you also for being one of the greatest supporters of this show uh how are you share your perspectives on the proverb and uh, on the conversation with celine uh, thank you so much, dear brother Simon, and everyone that's in this room now. I am grateful. I am always grateful every time I have an opportunity to be in this room. And I just wanted to say to Stephen very quickly, I agree with you 150%. That time, that time is essential because it goes by so quickly. And for many fathers, Definitely not all. For many fathers, that is a struggle. And sometimes we just don't know the struggles of our fathers. And I think one person remarked that, you know, let your kids see your struggles, what you're going through. But that's not always possible. And many times our children need to just simply be children simply be able to play and have fun because one person mentioned going to school, then you saw, you know, whatever that poverty was, that's when you saw it. So, you know, those early years, you want to have as much confidence and joy and laughter and love in your life as possible. And many fathers, mothers too, uh, parents, were going through stuff. Whether it was emotionally, psychologically, they were already battling the world and battling their own demons and struggling to make, um, as they said in our family, ends meet, struggling to make ends meet. And for the children, your days are coming. And as much as in terms of the struggles you'll have as an adult, as you're getting older, so they're at that point at that stage in their life that they're dealing with things and they look at it that's adults business and you don't know but at some point you will know and hopefully when you do know and you do find out like brother mentioned you will develop a deeper respect 
and a deeper appreciation and a deeper understanding. But in the meantime, as Steve mentioned, you must find a way as parents in this room, find a way to spend quality time with your children because you don't want poverty of love. That's what you don't want. And this is Jay and I'm done speaking. Thank you. Thank you so much, Jay. Uh, I deeply appreciate you. Uh, next, we are going to go to Jermaine, who is our final speaker on the stage. But I quickly just want to recognize Ben Roberts, uh, our wonderful friend. I haven't seen you in a long time. Uh, you know, you do great work, you know, in Kenya and in Africa. And I just feel honored that you're in this room. Uh, and also Mamzi and Chineze, thank you all for being here. And of course, I see uh, Faye and Christine, thank you all for being here. Uh, Jermaine is joining us from Jamaica, I believe. Uh, share with us your thoughts, my brother, on the proverb and also any comment uh, in regards to our guest speaker today. Hey, greetings, everyone. Greetings, Simon. Um, I just want to just applaud and, you know, cheerful grace, you know, to, you know, the speaker and just hope that, you know, the guests, I mean, you know, continue to do the good work, you know, to be highlighting this space. You know, I'm sure, you know, it is because of something positive and influential, you know, that you are doing. So I just, you know, wish you the best in, you know, the future. Um, regards to the proverb, Simon, you know, a child, you know, don't know that his father um, is poor. Um, it, you know, in other words, I did not even know, you know, that I was poor until, um, you know, I evolved, you know, as a teenager. And many um, persons I have recalled saying the same thing, you know, that they were happy and good. They didn't know that it was division of labor. They didn't know that it was exploitation. They didn't know there was classism, racism. You know, I guess that's just the beauty of a child's mind and a child heart and a child's spirit. You know, the earlier speaker said, you know, a child think, you know, forever. That's true. Forever. Everything is forever. Can we stay forever? Are we going to stay together forever? You know, it's like, you know, the mind is in a place. I think it's, you know, it's pure goal, you know, because in that space, the imagination is so powerful and they can achieve and accomplish anything. That's why we need to have that child mind. You know, as Christ mentioned that we have to be, you know, you know, be like a child in order to receive certain things and things that has not been shown to, you know, the great mind and the eye authorities, you know, has been revealed to the babe and suckling. So, the child mind is a beautiful thing, and we as adults should adapt a child's mind. You know, think about it. You know, the child's mind can accomplish anything, and because of the adult mind and the adulterating, adulteration, and we go through the process of knowing what racism is like, knowing what classism is like, knowing what exploitation is, is like, knowing what to have a boss is like. You know, we lose that child, you know, imagination that you know we can have better or there is a state inside of our mind where we can you know find peace or serenity you know so that's how i look 
you know, at, at the Proverbs and give thanks for the space again and for the opportunity to speak. Thank you. Thank you so much, Jermaine. Uh, I want to come to you, Celine, to just summarize everything everybody has been saying. But before I do that, like I said, every Wednesday is Poetry Day here in the African Father in America podcast. And one of the founders of this Wednesday Poetry Sessions is uh, Simply E. Simply E, I, I would love for you to take space in just a minute. But one of the people on the stage who didn't speak, I tried to get them to share their thoughts, is Mitchell. And I see him uh, trying to get our attention. So I'll come to you, Mitchell, then Simply E, and then to you, Celine, to wrap up our conversation today. So go ahead, Mitchell. Say 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 something. <laughs> yeah, good afternoon. Uh, it's been a while I've been in the house like this. And I'm so happy meeting everybody once again. Can you hear me? Sorry. Oh, yes, we hear you very well. Just get closer to your I'm microphone driving. a little. Oh, be safe, be safe. Okay. Yeah, no, I'm okay. It's just that the road is okay. I'm driving and I've been busy. I was in a meeting when you called my name, but I was not listening. So it's good to be in the house again and um, to share thoughts on things like this. You know, a child does not know that the father is poor. Specifically, I'm, I'm a Nigerian, and I have an adage on how, what it takes for a child not to understand that his father is poor. It's one, is information. Information is one thing that leads poverty into generations. Now, there are families, like from where I grew up, there are families that are poor, not because their family don't have wealth, but it's because of the lack of information on how to manage the wealth they have at their hands at the stand. I've seen families who have wealth, but at the point they became poor. Why? Because they lack certain information. So poverty might actually lead from, you know, management of whatsoever resources you have. So my own point is that I grew from a poor home. I'll take myself an example. My father was came out from a poor family. Then he decided to make us understand that, you know, he was poor. Then he has to work hard. So when growing up, we, we saw our dad doing different kind of enterprise. He did this, he did ice water, ice water, sold it in blocks, sold kerosene, sold a lot of things, did soaps. So all these things were, we were open to seeing it. These were the information we needed to see as children while we were growing up to understand how we could take away poverty from our home by ourselves. So we did all these things on our own without our dad telling us what to do. We grew up seeing these things. Now, growing up seeing this thing has helped us to build a life personally on our own without going to business school, without, you know, there are business schools that we can actually partake of on our own as a child when you're growing up. So the father, the child not knowing that the father is poor, specifically it's from the father. The father has a part to play in that. If the father does not show the child how to fish, the child will not know how to fish. The child will be eating fish every day without understanding how the father gets the fish. But if the father shows the child, my son, this is how I make this thing. This is how I make the money that you eat. He will shout for us and tell us, this is how I suffer to make the money that I'm using to pay your school fees. And we on our own, we understand these are information we need to know. So that when we get to this level of being a father, before we even get there, we should have started building something that will look much more comfortable for us. So I really am impressed by this topic. It's a topic that should not even end there. It should be something that they discuss 
certain you know you know sections regarding this particular topic it will really help to help you know the mindset and other generations basically this generation of kids that we have now that do not understand what poverty is that they see wealth they don't understand how to manage it thank you very much i remain mitchell and i'm the ceo of Fruity. you can check my bio to know what i do more i would skip the thank you very much excellent thank you again uh it's incredible to hear from you uh and thank you for taking your time to join us all the way from nigeria hey simply e uh the floor is yours <laughs> thank you simon the name of this piece is called my father a wonderful man when we first started this journey i was comforted by your protective hands hands that pet the pavement clapped along to encourage me to stand and now stand before you and others having followed your footsteps in the sands welcoming your wisdom collecting your courage like the pennies in your change can my feet still aren't big enough to fill the shoes you use to walk on this land guided by god you help mold me according to his plan. And I'll never forget when you told me to poke my chest out against the things I once ran. I've been borrowing your bravery, your chivalry, and with this I say, Daddy, Papa, Abba, Baba, Father, I love and adore you. And I say these things to a wonderful man. Silla. My goodness, my goodness. I can't say anything. Celine, you say uh, everything you want to say and close us out. Stella said it all. Stella said it all. And I will summarize it in layman term. Father, you have a powerful influence on the whole world. You impact the physical, mental well-being of the children who will make the world after you. A question that I have for you, how are you taking care of yourself mentally, physically, spiritually, emotionally, financially? You know, Father, your role as a father is a superhero. Children are watching you. So what are you choosing to do because it is your choice and thank you stella for that beautiful poem uh, celine it's simply e the poet is simply e <laughs> yeah i'm sorry yeah yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> thank you so beautiful for that beautiful poem thank you celine Now, Celine, uh, any closing comments before we wrap up? We have four minutes past our regular time for wrapping up this show. I uh, just want you to take this time to share with us how we can stay connected with you, 
how we can support your work uh, and also uh, next next Wednesday I think we are having Celine back here with us so if you want to continue being a part of this series of conversations we are having with Celine around uh, you know uh, lifestyle medicine how you can take be- better care of yourselves uh, really join us uh, Wednesdays I think we have Celine for a couple of more Wednesdays but Celine there are quite a few comments I'm seeing on YouTube and I, uh, that's one of the ways that people want to participate uh, and some of the people there have been joining this show every day uh, for example Kay Benjamin I see you she says to you Celine thank you Kay Benjamin is a huge contributor to the show uh, I just love seeing you there and also MJ well thank you for being on YouTube as well and joining us and to everybody else thank you so much Celine uh, your moment Thank you very much, Simon, for having me. And thank you, uh, people, for being here. This is how you could contribute. You can find me on LinkedIn. I'm not very active on Facebook, but very active on, uh, at least I check my LinkedIn every single day and my email. So you can Google me, Celine Brozovic. Everything, my website, everything will come up. And how can you be supportive? You could be supportive by organizing that I come and talk to a group, your church, a professional group you are part of. I have one hour talk for the awareness. We need more and more people to know that their health is their choice. Your health, you have only one and it is your choice. So this is how you can contribute so that we can give back especially to our community with all the misinformation that are out there. So thank you very much, everybody. And for my French-speaking uh, brothers and sisters listening, merci beaucoup. J'espère qu'on aura l'occasion de se voir. Et de se Wonderful. Thank you. Thank you, Celine, uh, for taking the time. I know uh, your busy schedule, and I just deeply, deeply appreciate you so much. Um, you know, uh, just one last thing to everybody who is joining us for the first time. We do this Monday to Friday, uh, 6 a.m. Pacific Standard Time. That's 5 p.m. Uh, East African Time. And we would love for you to be a part of this movement. We are building a movement grounded on African proverbs and African wisdom and really elevating and making our ancestors proud of the work that we do, the conversations that we have, the way that we take care of ourselves and our families. And if you want to really... Uh, get your day started right or get your day ended right this is really the place for you to be and one of the ways you can support is to subscribe to our youtube channel Uh, make sure you give this video a thumbs up and make sure you comment down below take advantage of all the resources in the description to this video and also make sure you follow me across all social media platforms at okelo javan is my handle thank you again we will see you tomorrow Uh, Same place, same time, and same vibration. (laughs) African father in America. You are listening to African Father in America podcast by Simon Javanokelo, live from Seattle, Washington, USA.